Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the fucking this crash is talking to me! I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midfly Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Oh, mate, great. We're back on Zoom again, like 2020. Yes. Yeah. COVID keeping like us apart. Past. Where are you at the minute, yeah. mate? I'm in Perth. Oh, you made still. it? I've, uh, yeah, made it to Perth. I'm pulling on. It's like a heist. I'm doing Perth this week, Sydney next week. Well, Sydney when this comes out, I believe. But, um, you know, if I make it all, I'll be real happy. Brisbane in between, actually, for a corporate Oh. But, uh, I'm sure there'll be, if I make it back from Brisbane alive, doing Sydney Comedy <laughs> Festival. Well, the good news with you is that corporate geeks, for those that don't know, it's generally a situation where a comedian's going into a thing for much more money than you'd get for a regular stand-up gig. But the downside is is that the gig is almost 100% of the time going to be shit. Oh, yeah. You're gonna Even the greats. Take it in the face. Yeah, I will do. But it's only 20 minutes. You don't strike me as a man because I don't have one. So I can't imagine you have a corporate set. Absolutely not. Yeah. They get what they're given and they generally don't like it. Mm. Um, but then that happens in real shows too sometimes. Last night I, was, I did a show in Perth last night. and Oh, uh, you got to do one. That's nice. Yeah. Very different from when we went over the other week just to case the joint, have a quick yeah. squeeze and then head back home. <laughs> oh, it's been real good here actually. I had a good time. Um, but yeah, some people had a big day and uh, – Ended up having to kick two people out. Never done that. You had to kick people out of your show. I did. Almost as if the staff could have done it, but I had to do it. Oh, you, what, you told them to leave? Yes, I did. Wow. It's awkward. I've never really done that, but I, I, don't, I don't want people to have a shit time, but they were just yelling shit out and, uh, you know, nearly everything I said, they were yelling something out. I was like, man, this is enough. You people got to fucking go. And they were drinks, drunk people, so obviously slurring a bit. Was there a bit of this action? But you better understand English in about five seconds. If you don't, I am going to fuck you up. Was that you on stage at the comedy lounge in Perth last night? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Not quite as aggressive, but I, I did call them maggots. And But I, you know how you're not quite sure when people are yelling out. You go, it might be one of those ones who involuntarily does that. And I don't want to make a big thing of it. But no, yeah. they're definitely maggot. Yeah. I just had a bit of a look at them. I was like, man, you two have got to go. And uh, got a nice dirty message when I got home on the internet. Fuck. the bloke. I've never been in a situation where I've been drunk enough to be removed from a venue, but then somehow sober up quick enough to leave an angry email. Yeah. I was probably four or five hours later. So I don't <laughs> know. Weird. 
Anyway, and they had to be dragged out of the toilets too after that. They got booted from the room, went into the toilets together. The staff had to unlock them, drag them out, kick them out of the venue. Big clap when they left? Yeah, it was, definitely. People were quite appreciative. And then did you follow up with this? Makes you think, doesn't it? And everyone's like, yay. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> Pretty much, <Your> yeah. Mate. <laughs> That's- <laughs> Excuse me, you and your mate. You've got to get out of here, guys. But they can, they can be a bit special in Perth, but the, the rest of the weekend was superb. Really good crowds, good time. Perth's fucking great. Oh, man, I went out on a boat yesterday. It was such a nice day. I went out with Amos Gill, oh, yeah? uh, friend of the show. I don't know, actually. I don't think he listens. But um, Gilly, also killer. He had access to a boat, and um, we went out on that. By the way, Adelaide comedian, but a gun. Opened, lived in LA for the last couple of years. Opens for Jim Jeffries, if you see Jeffries on tour. Gun comic at the top of his game. I think he's still on tour. Oh, he's great. Check him out if you can. But really good. He's he's not above a fucking Ralph Lauren polo with possibly a collar popped. Oh yeah, there's a collar pop yesterday. White shorts, in fact, on the boat, looking very boaty. But um, we're driving around looking for petrol, and you looking more jet ski. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and um, some bloke said, "Oh, it's up near the water police, the petrol bowser that you can just pull up and pay with a normal card." And we were all right. So we're cruising past the water police real slow. And this this pig opens up the clubhouse door up on the second floor and just goes, just waves us away and goes, Oi, fuck off. Fuck off. Like a, a police. The cops. So we've yeah, the cops. Jesus. Literally going, fuck off. So we thanked him for serving and protecting <laughs> us. And uh Fucked off before we got shot. There you got <laughs> I, I do feel though that the cops in Perth would be under a fair amount of pressure at the minute because all the dead shits there that just go to Bali every weekend because it's so close. Why would you travel anywhere else? Oh, yeah. They're stuck in Perth. They're on the river. And you can only imagine the, the poor drunken dickheads they're dealing with day in and day out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's my action for the week. Well, mate, sounds like you've been having a ripper time. The live show in Sydney. Thanks again to everyone that came out. Perth, we're going to reschedule for later in the year. Don't worry. We're fucking coming back. But... um. Uh, the live show in Sydney, that was the day after my birthday. Yes. And uh, I got in after the live show, went back to the comedy store that night for another dad bod show at the comedy store there. And the uh, the staff were very happy to show me f- footage oh, yeah. of myself the night before, some CCTV footage of Cody just going ass over tit, just a bit maggot. Yeah, it's been on loop at my place actually. You're doing most of the views? Yeah, I, I reckon I'd be most of the views. It's uh you had a bit of a fall, didn't you? Well, I'm not that old, so it's not a fall. Still a stack in the speed at which I got up. Very briefly on the ground, I thought you looked like a roach on its back. No, nah, I was so quick getting up and gave it the double hand, two, <laughs> uh, two pointer fingers up, the old O'Doyle rules. Yeah. Um, and I was fine back in the game. As you always say, it's like the drunk drivers surviving the crashes because they're, they're a bit looser. Yeah, loosen up. That was me. If I was sober and I would have hit the deck, that would have been two ACLs blown. Yeah, it would have. You need to. You need some outdoorsman grip on your Ariel Williams, I reckon. That's what caused that. Wear some KT26s. That'll never happen. I actually just dropped them off, the old RM Williams. I've had them for four years and I do shit in RMs that apparently you're not meant to do, even though the ads would suggest otherwise, and that is things like riding a bike, yeah. kicking a footy, yeah, things that I thought leather boots would be fine for, but um, apparently not. You're getting them resold. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, not good for bikes. And I didn't realize the bit, there's a bit on the heel that's like, there's a bit of fiberglass in there that I cracked. All oh, right. Are you down to the fiberglass? That's what the guy told me. Oh, okay. 
to be fair, I don't know. I think I've been ripped off, but uh, he told me it with, you know, just full confidence. But to be fair, it's much like when I roll into a mechanic, you can tell me that the rockets are blown. I'd go, fuck, we better replace them all then. Oh, yeah. Sealed unit. Okay, mate, got to place the whole thing. Sealed unit. Yeah, right. The heel's a sealed unit. Get him to put a big heel on it. Do you have a look at you and go, mate, I can make these a bit bigger, I reckon. Put a big Cuban on it. I'm fucking 5'11", cunt. What is going on? You and Fev, both treating me as if I'm 5'6", getting around. I know I like Conor McGregor, but Jesus Christ. I had um, I have, I had a very different uh, week to you, Heggy, because I was up in Sydney and uh, landed in Melbourne. Flew back on uh, on Monday after radio. Got to the airport at, at twelve for a one o'clock flight. To be told the one o'clock flight that plane has broken. Oh yeah. And uh, at this point, I'd already been away for ten days from a pregnant wife and two year old son, and so neither of them handled that news very well. It got pushed back three hours. Finally landed back in beautiful rainy Melbourne about six p.m. on Monday night. To be told because I was in Perth ten days ago. And I wasn't there when any of the cases were getting around. I would have to get another test, even though I had one in Sydney, and isolate until I got the result. Jesus, you're the most tested person in Australia, I reckon. Man, what the fuck is going on? Just doing the right thing, aren't you? Thankfully, though, they do a little thing here in Melbourne, which is called actually test the test that you took. Yeah. Unlike Sydney, where I think they send it off to fucking locked bag whatever, Lane Cove, off to the Australia's Funniest Home Video um, P.O. box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping with Sydney. Whoever's got it, someone must have, that they just shut up until my Sydney Comedy Festival shows are over. Tony Pieran's in there at Channel 9 on the North Shore dipping my sample a good 38 <laughs> hours later, seeing if I've got COVID or not. But, um, man, it came back in five hours. Oh, great. That's good. The nurse was a legend because that night I opened for Daniel Sloss at uh, the Art Centre at Hamer Hall. Did you ask for a bit of dispensation, like a quick, you asked for a quick one? I most certainly did. Yeah, good. I said, man, I already got tested, showed her the Sydney thing. And she said, oh, no, it's pretty fucked. She said, we're about to send a batch off to the lab to get tested. Um, And I said, I've got a gig at the Arts Centre tonight. I don't know what you can do. She said, well, I can't do anything, but I will say you did just come from a red zone and that will freak everyone here out. Oh, great. So um, just lied. Got it done quicker. Thank you. Always lie. Mm. Get stuff done. Did she say that's fucked? Mm. Like a nurse, they talk like that now? Oh, no. She said that's shit. Sorry. Oh, okay. I said it's fucked. Fair enough. She met me halfway, which is pretty nice. Yeah, okay. Good on her. For a medical professional. Good on her. But um, (laughs) hope everybody had a great Mother's Day out there this past weekend. What did you do? Your kids are old enough. Surely they can organise their own gifts now. Oh, yeah. I left them a bit of cash and they went shopping. They went and... Got some flowers and what have you. To that amount, do you demand a receipt? I did demand a receipt and yet to see it. I'm going home tonight. I'll be getting receipts. They'll be sitting there with a new toy or something. You should just send them a photo at the airport, your belt on a table in the Virgin Lounge. Yeah, and that receipt yeah. better fucking add up. <laughs> um, well, should we bloody kick things off? Yeah, let's get going, buddy. Episode 61. It's a good one this week. This is a very interesting ep. Obviously, we recorded this one in a room together. We're doing the intro separately. Yeah. But uh, once again, thanks for everyone that came out to the live shows. Patreon is going off. Patreon.com slash brawl for extra episodes. Yes. And uh, get yourself a meter or a pencil. Oh, yeah, business class passengers, pencils on their way. Bus. From the 1st of May. So get in. Enjoy the ep. So... 
if you can cast your mind back, buddy, to 2008. Yes. And uh, we're looking at lovely Thomas Cook. Yes. Flight. TCX573L. Too Fuck, many man. fucking letters. <laughs> too <laughs> many letters, too many numbers. I wouldn't trust it. No, nah, nah, yuck. This one. Should be maximum two letters, three numbers. Oh, Four numbers the less the if better. you're going regional. Yeah. But this is a. That, even a, that's a fucking stretch. How many numbers do they need for a regional? Seriously. Oh, Qantas Link, they'll do like a 1509 or something. Yeah, know. but that's even that's unnecessary. Two numbers, three numbers, done. This is TCX573L. No. no. Like a fucking pair of headphones or something. Um, <laughs> so this this flight is delivering 233 people from the Red Sea back to Manchester. Oh. Just a plane full of pinkies fresh off a holiday in tranquil Hagada, <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> Just a lot oh. of Egyptians going, fuck yeah. Yeah, oh, thank goodness. Um, originally, Waving them off. Hagada was originally a sleepy fishing town. It's become a red-hot tourist destination thanks to some greedy pricks in the 80s exporting its location to promote water sports and nightlife, which is fucking catnip to pasty northern English people. Well, I think it's more your Thomas Cook Airline types that have just found a regional airport that they don't have to pay much to land at. Oh, right. You reckon that's what they do? Thomas Cook just look for shit oh, where they can land. and then There's so many airports, yeah, and the, they the bigger build, ones. Build yeah. around it. All yeah. the Irish pubs pop up <laughs> naturally off that. It's its own little fucking biosphere. Just peel off a few layers of skin on a windsurf and then enjoy a traditional, traditional f- fucking Egyptian mojito <laughs> from one of the two Irish pubs in the town. <laughs> That's the first. It's like when um, soldiers set up a fort operating base and they bring all the sandbags and they set up a gun turret. And a, yeah, yeah. The, the first Thomas Cook plane lands and they just build a Scruffy Murphy's. Yeah. <laughs> they go back. Get the flat kegs. pack. Yeah. <laughs> flat pack Scruffies. Um it is correct, actually. You can enjoy not one but two Irish pubs in Hergharda, Smugglers and the Tambell. Great. Although there's a there's a catch. No Guinness. What? Import issues, isn't it? Imagine imagine <laughs> going to Egypt anyway and asking for one. <laughs> Give me a Guinness. <laughs> yeah, of course, mate. I'm in the desert. Yeah, there's some some sort of fucking issues within. They can't have Guinness. So yeah. arguably not really an Irish pub. They make cocktails, though, that look a little bit like a Guinness from the pictures I saw. That's no good. I assume coffee base with just egg white on top. I don't know, fucking something. Just coke that they've poured Baileys into. Yeah. The um, (laughs) yeah. There's a cocktail called the shit on the grass. Remember that? It's like Midori with a Baileys on top. The shit on the grass. Great, brilliant. I remember it's from about eighteen to twenty-one that you want you want your shots or these shots to have all different stuff in there. Snaps. Yeah, and just little like somehow making a little drawing within the thing. Or, oh, yeah. This one tastes yeah. like a jam donut. Served yeah. in a glass, shaped like a boot. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Although every now and then you get a blast from the past when a Chris the bloke Franklin type turns around at the exit with a tray full of fucking shots. <laughs> Here you go, boys. What are you, why'd you do that? Was that the night we were there together? I think so, yeah. Oh, still hurting. <laughs> it was big. Second last night of festival. Ouch. Again, um, have a cheeky two and a bit months off the booze. And come back. Bad form. Come in hot. Oh, yeah. All or nothing. <laughs> no stretching. 100-meter sprint. That's how I live life. It's fun. <laughs> um, the, uh, the region has taken a bit of a hit to tourism in the last few years. Well, Thomas Cook's uh, gone. Well, Thomas Cook's gone, but pre that, <laughs> not least due to a, a pretty big plane crash, which uh, put oh. people off. We'll put Russians off anyway. They're, they're a big chunk of the Red Sea dollar. 
Russians. Yeah. Like we poke fun at Mancunians, but Russians, fucking hell. They, they go there in droves. Well, not anymore. Uh, it's not since Metrojet Flight 9268 9, from Sharm el-Sheikh to Russia. And uh, after this flight, Metrojet went bankrupt within a year. No one got on one after that. Superstitious bunch. It was, uh, oh, it was 2015. How many people? Well, 224. We'll be playing that for a while. <laughs> 224 times. <laughs> Mostly Russians. Um, a bomb went off. Whacking oh. a, we're just whacking a plane load of them on their way home from the Red Sea Resort. A bomb? Yeah. Fucking old school. Yeah, just In across the way from Hagata. Yeah. Grim. Metrojet. Body, body count 224. The, uh, the lead investigator did say, though, it could have been metal fatigue, a fuel explosion, or lithium batteries overheating. The last one mm. sounds fucking <laughs> sus to me. That's, yeah. You know, everyone says, oh, yeah, don't check your batteries in on your check-in because this could happen. Yeah, nah, I don't think so. People are idiots and the authorities are well aware of this. There's no way they trust the public to yeah. not leave a drill battery in their fucking power pack or a power pack in their luggage if the consequences are this high. Well, they scan it all and I'm pretty sure, again, I've seen in air crash investigations where now – the luggage are in – it's spread across a bunch of different compartments that are all um, sort of fireproof. They've oh, got, they're sealed off. Yeah, so they're you all can't, sealed off. So yeah. if one – if a fire kicks off in one, it doesn't spread to all of them. Still yeah. not great, but yeah. yeah. it's fine. I don't think a battery did it to Metrojet. I don't think so. I don't like metal fatigue either. Just an old fucking droopy plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking Saggy. like my nan's triceps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo wings. Um, what actual wings? I reckon I, we're all going to have a good laugh when we sort of realise <laughs> that phones on the runway or on a plane, completely fine. Mm. It's, like, it's like when you discover that you can easily just go swimming straight after a hamburger. That was just a way for adults to tell you what to do because it makes them feel fucking good. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, if anything, I've got more energy to swim yeah. after I've eaten. Oh, so, I mean, yeah, this guy was trying to, he was clutching at something. But then, thankfully, ISIL piped in and said, no, nah, it was us. A bomb sucked in, case closed. Oh, yeah. ISIL before they became ISIS. They're in that. ISIL. Oh, is that the transition period? Yeah. Islamic that. State of Iraq and the Levant. Yeah. Before they, well, well now they're ISIS. Yeah, post, they, post they 2015, to, they're ISIS. They went to IS for a bit. They were yeah. ISIL, ISIS. Sounds yeah. like they can't make up a decision. I, um, also, shitty, shitty investigation. You can't give me that many options. No. Nah. Plane's tired or someone's fucking... Furby was in their bag or, yeah. you know, there's too many. It's like, no, 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 that, you're meant to narrow those down. What's a you Furby? Remember the old, like in the 90s, those shitty little no. furry, like a kid's toy. Oh, right, to with a baby in it. Oh, yeah, fur, Furby, like a fur baby. Yeah, oh, okay. Furby. No, I don't know. It was, so it was around the same time as, um, what were those little collectible, well, not collectible, but. Nothing's collectible. If you're normal. Furby. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what. No. Yeah, you put your finger in its mouth. Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what. There's None of those toys where a voice is recorded into it yeah. sounds nice. No. My mum is the ultimate, and mum, I know you're listening to this, she always gives Charlie, my son, toys that have a lot of, it's like this elephant will sing you a song, mm-hmm. but they all sound creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's the <laughs> lowest bit rate, the lowest quality audio. Yeah, you can of course. just chuck into a thing. Yeah. I love you. Oh. Like, that's not good for him. No. Nah. I, I hope sincerely that there's some sort of 
already still boxed Furbies in some sad loser's house on a beanie shelf. Beanie babies. That beanie babies that just fucking explode one time. <laughs> they all just explode. They're At set once. for it. Yeah. They should set things actually for like 20 years. Put a timer on shit on yeah. those sorts of toys. If it's still in the box 20 years later, explode. <laughs> the world's not going to miss these fellas. Um, <laughs> like a Y2K but for nerds. <laughs> yeah. Man, ISIL, have, uh, they've never claimed responsibility for something they didn't do. So you've got to give them four marks for being honest and forthright, don't you? Rare qualities in this modern world. <laughs> they, they never say, yeah, we did it when they didn't. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, respect. Oh, yeah, a lot of respect. <laughs> as far as massacres go in Egypt, though, to eclipse the 224 killed in this instance in uh, 2015, you have to look way, way back. Oh, how far back are we talking? Oh, 2013. <laughs> when over a thousand protesters were slaughtered in Cairo by police and the military. But uh, one thousand. That'll have a thousand. Jesus. Yeah. Bang. See ya. Don't protest. Wow. It's Egypt. <laughs> Pre that, it's something like a thousand years. Like it's fucking long. No, maybe seventeen oh, seventeen hundred or so was the last big massacre. Yeah. To eclipse the two twenty four that got done on Metro Jet. But so uh, anyway. For our smaller scale massacre. I wonder what even makes it in the news over there as like cops have killed a certain amount of people. Well, I reckon they, they could probably do 10, 20 yeah. and that's nothing. Oh, yeah. That, that's a day out. That's standard. There's, there's 10 in the, in the fucking chamber of every gun every time they leave the station. Yeah, don't come <laughs> back if that's not empty. Um, <laughs> I didn't. To be honest, I, I don't know. I was probably busy at the time. I, I didn't hear of this 224 dying in the metro ah. jet. And that is a fucking massive crash. Yeah. I'd never heard of it until just very recently. I haven't heard of Metrojet. It sounds like <laughs> a, like something in an in an old TV show about the future. That's what the airline would be called. Yeah. Metrojet. Well, yeah, considering that is that is a massive crash. And we hear more about Thomas Cook and just people fucking bashing each other than yeah. we do about Metrojet. Well, we don't want Thomas. a sad podcast. We want a funny one. No, no. It would get really funny. Um so this couple, right, for our, our little massacre here, that they, um, they got on the, they got on a five and a half hour Thomas Cook flight oh. from Hagada uh, to Manchester, and they're in the middle of a maggot lovers tiff. And you may be thinking, hmm, what's that involve? A dose of the silent treatment, you know, some insults whispered through clenched teeth, so not everyone around has to be subjected to a fight. Not really, they're Mancunians, <laughs> so they started. Started punching and kicking each other as at, soon as they were over the med. Yeah, they start at 120 decibels. Oh, fuck. That's yeah. how it kicks off. Yeah. The best bit about being annoyed at somebody on a plane is just the engines are so loud, you can just say it at a normal volume and they probably won't hear you. You reckon on a, yeah. on a little fucking Thomas Cook, you can just start no, talking about it? That'd be a big plane, like five and a half hours. That'd be a decent. Yeah. It's got to be at least a Boeing 737 or something. Yeah. Do you reckon you can't really hear what other people are saying on a plane? I thought people were just fairly quiet. No, well, that, again, air crash investigations. There was one I saw where the, both of the engines just somebody fucked up the fuel and they read it in litres instead of gallons or something and Brilliant. just didn't put enough in and the yeah. engines ran out of juice. Good ad for the metric system worldwide <laughs> to be implemented. Come on, America. Yeah. Yeah, the last ones. The engines die mm. and one of the passengers, they ended up landing in a field. Yeah. Everyone lived, but... The passenger said the weirdest part is you could hear everyone talking. Oh, right. As soon as yeah. the engines die, you can just hear farts yeah. the whole time. <laughs> That'd be my luck. Loose, yeah. <laughs> Goes quiet. <laughs> <laughs> They're all staring at me as we plummet. 
Yeah. So they're over the bed having this <laughs> this blue, good old lover's blue, quite violent. People are horrified because children are watching. I think we can all agree that children need to be protected. They are the future after all. Um, the fight, of course, hit a crescendo when the woman took a cute little mouth-sized chunk out of the bloke's face. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. You, t- you told me there was going to be a bite. This is what I found. <laughs> <laughs> Why are these people shocked? Like, surely this is a return leg, or are these all people from Egypt flying to Manchester? Oh yeah, Egyptians love Manchester that time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check out lovely Manchester. Maybe there's you know a what fucking... I mean? like if I fly to Thailand on Jetstar, if something happens on the way back, I'm not shocked. I saw who was with me on the way over. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and well, even if the names are different. Biting someone's face, that's a bit, even I think that's a bit much when someone bites someone's face. That's got to be some sort of an ad, a confectionery ad. <laughs> so there's a bit of blood spatter and uh, <laughs> then the crew have moved in, got themselves bruised and battered out of their league when realistically Thomas Cook employees should learn chokeholds on their first day of training. <laughs> that should be the first thing yeah. they do. Guys, um, we run, yeah, we run a travel agency, a cruise line, and an airline. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Rear naked choke. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson <Okay>. one. <laughs> Before you get a login for the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How good are you at Kimuras? The uh, <laughs> the captains ordered that the two get handcuffed, which was hard work, especially with only one set of cuffs. Oh, that's a fucking oversight. Thomas Cook playing full of Mancunians. I'd I'd have as many cuffs as passengers. Yeah, I'd have a row under the seat, like under each seat. Just take out the life jackets, put in handcuffs, ready to go. So, if, um, if somebody bites their partner, you'll see some handcuffs <laughs> drop from the ceiling. <laughs> Make sure you use yours first before assisting yeah. children with their handcuffs. <laughs> um, so, two off-duty coppers have stepped in. At this point, women, yes, Nick, women, police, they're not just in the movies. Um, they've, uh, makes you think, doesn't it? They've restrained the pair quite successfully. They only have one set of cuffs, though, so they tied up the bloke. Makes sense. A woman can get a few <laughs> extra bites in that way to a defenseless man tied to his seat. <laughs> well, he probably can't talk, but you know, she's bitten a bit of his cheek out. He's yeah, just whistling yeah. through a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Can't believe it, the patriarchy. He's bitten his own face. The, um, <laughs> the I've punters, seen some mates at nightclubs that have had a red hot go at that. What, biting their own face? Well, they're trying to chew it off. Chew it from the inside, though. <laughs> you can get a tooth through the cheek that way. Man, I'd have made it uh, footy once, slid into a bloke's leg, oh. and uh, his top teeth just sort of stapled. Went through the bottom. Yeah, in the bottom lip. Yeah. Came through. Yeah. Yuck. Fucking yuck. Um, the punters arrived back in Manchester three hours later than expected in the wee hours of the morning, but that was because this couple had to get home via land. They've dropped them off in Lyon, 10 hours on a series of trains, absolute nightmare. They've dropped them off in France. Yes. Your mate. So, man, I'd just just stay there. Lyon, like instead of going to fucking man, they lived in Coventry, Uh, you know, just stay in Lyon. It's the second most livable city in France. (laughs) You're welcome. Right. Yeah. We've done you a favour. Well, I don't know if France would say thank you. Um, mm. Ranked 40th in the world in the livable city stakes. Having said that, top 10 livable cities always features Melbourne right near or at the top. 
and rightly so. Don't panic. No, we're we're in a rebuilding phase. Yeah, Melbourne they had a rough one, rough couple of years. It happens to all dynasties, you know. Oh, you reckon they're not number one livable city these days? They're about Fuck. two or three or something. No, still. yeah, they, I think they're top five or top ten, but they did have a drop off. Well, clearly, whoever judges that had never been to Melbourne on the hottest or coldest days of the year. <laughs> it's probably it's probably most livable because of all the musicals that have exclusive Melbourne seasons. <laughs> The wedding singer, the musical. Who would have picked that? The world was fucking craving that for the last 20 years. Friends, the musical. Gander, the musical. <laughs> Harry Potter, the musical. Fuck, I was staying just around the corner from that theatre where yeah. Harry Potter. Princess? Princess Theatre. Where yeah. Harry Potter was on. Man, every time you walk past, there's people queued up around the block to get into Harry Potter, the musical. A lot of them, unaccompanied adults. Yeah. Fucking hell. On a list. With wands and shit. Getting photos <laughs> out the front with their little wands. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I nearly I fucking turned a few upside down for their lunch money just out of habit. <laughs> the best, my mate Noah, who listens to this, his father-in-law is an actor in it. Can't Shout blame a man for getting work. Oh, no. Not, it's not his fault, but, you know. Oh, he's a fucking is, legend. He's a beer-drinking Bombers fan. He's yeah, a good right. bloke. Oh, sounds like an excellent guy in that case. Um, well, you're looking at one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these star-crossed lovers had to get off in Lyon. That, that was their punishment. Not even a court date. Mate, I've been doing French on Duolingo and it's hard enough without my face uh, that's been bitten. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon there's something I've got my mouth intact and start, it's hard to. <laughs> these two start speaking French. Imagine the, imagine the 10 hours on trains and buses and stuff to get back to Coventry after that. Like how would that be? Surely separate seats. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't put them together again. I don't know, man. Not so lucky was. Uh, Do you reckon they, you know what I love about them though? Being from Manchester, guaranteed when they got dropped off in Lyon, bit of duty free. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you can't pass up the cheap. Well, the thing is, like, cheap. France is just a duty free country anyway. You, you, have you have you copped how cheap booze is in France in the supermarket? Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah. It's there's no point in getting duty free. <laughs> we'll just sit there and have it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason so- you'd get it is to get a liter instead of seven fifty mil. Mate, you can't talk about it. France this way. You're Bogans will hear about it. What do you mean? Like oh, I go there. If I've been, it's not far off from happening. <laughs> you let one in. <laughs> and there's plenty of Bogans in France. Yeah. Don't worry about it. They're fine. They're not all fucking. Bali of the Northern Hemisphere. Oh, I yeah. told you I ended up at that. What was that beach? My wife and I went to some beach and I told you about it. And you went, fuck, you've ended up. I didn't know France had a Gold Coast, oh. but we found it. Where'd you go? Plaza? Where, where did you go again? Near Montpellier. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay. A Narbonne? Was nah. it Narbonne Plage? No. Nah. Fucking dump. Um, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> bad, it was great. But it was the Gold time. Coast of France. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Straight there like a magnet. <laughs> um, not as lucky as this couple was another Thomas Cook passenger, Bernadette Briggs. Uh, she had a busy mouth flying from Manchester to Egypt. June 23, 2017. When I found this, I thought, this could well be the same woman here. <laughs> getting on the same flight. Heading back. Heading back and biting. Um, <laughs> Briggs got on in Manchester, probably a bit stressed from her job looking after troubled teens in a residential boys' school. So there's only one thing for that. Neck and a half a bottle of Bombay Sapphire in the fucking departure lounge and then knocking off <laughs> the other <laughs> <laughs> then attempting to knock off the other half on the plane. Fuck. <laughs> and gin's not the best one to get stuck into oh, like that. Man. It's not a depressant. Great. Yeah. 
Well, she nearly got the whole bottle done. Ten minutes before landing in Egypt, Bernadette is kicked off. She's uh, started- Ten minutes before landing? Yep. So close, Bernadette. I know, I know. Could they not have just burned a bit more fuel, got her on the ground? They didn't. <laughs> um, she's kicked off. She started swearing and shouting. Crew members told her to sit down. She said, I'll rip your fucking head off. Well, again, um, this is, you know, this could be just someone sober from Manchester. Well, she did. She looked after troubled teens. She could probably rip off her head. Yeah, I don't know. These people are much weaker than that. Um, she sat down though, and when the plane came to a stop, she got up and punched the hostess in the shoulder, <laughs> cowardly back back one. Pushed her onto some other passengers. Then she started helicopter arms. Everybody knows. Just get out of the way of that. It's your fault. You get in the way of this. It's your fault. <laughs> An adult. Yeah. I don't think Just anyone over the age of nine has ever done helicopter <laughs> arms. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what a great ad for Bombay Sapphire. Oh, Just a grown yeah, woman yeah. helicopter arms in the <laughs> in the aisle. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, thankfully, though, a man, Noel Johnson, no less, celebrating his second honeymoon following a period of illness. So I'm not sure if. I wasn't sure. Second honeymoon. So Do you mean second married? wife, or I think it's the same wife? Second honeymoon. I was sick, so let's re-celebrate yeah. our marriage. Bit weird. Um, what do you think's happened first time? Food poisoning in Spain or something? Oh, a period of illness. Yeah, that's breakfast. It? The Canary Islands didn't go to plan. <laughs> um, One of the fucking bangers and the bangers and mash that he ordered again. Not cooked quite well enough. You had the squirts for weeks yeah. on the first one. His had steak to come was back. medium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just run through it. <laughs> Noel's put her in an arm lock and uh, for his troubles, he got bitten. <laughs> <laughs> Bernadette was banned from the return flight for biting, um, which is unfair because it wasn't even her. It was a good old-fashioned... Oh, hold on. Let me check. What have we got here? Do we need a bell or is it straight no, free spins? It's, well, it's only free spins. It's, it's the combo, double. Yeah. Prescription meds and booze. <laughs> so uh, Bernadette cried during the hearing. So fine, on yeah. your way. Maybe her, she got her hair ruffled by the judge. What? See you later. 2017, no less. Nothing. Nothing. Fucking Noel said, I'd like to see her get charged for what she did. With to something. Yeah. Just any step along well, the way. Well, he did have his arm around her neck and she bit it. So yeah. he's not that experienced with a fucking chokehold, obviously. Under the chin, Noel. But even Kevin Proctor from Gold Coast Titans, he got four weeks. For biting. Yeah, his mate had his forearm around his head in a tackle and he said he had a broken nose. He can only breathe through his mouth. And that's what the, uh, oh, the right. action was on the he's, forearm. He's biting an air hole through yeah. someone's arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got four weeks. This lady got nothing. So yeah. I'll rip your fucking head off. Yeah. Followed by a punch and a push. And a, and a bite. Yeah, and nothing. a bite. I mean, she was it was prescription medication. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. That's the culprit. What did Valium get? Prescription then? medication and booze <laughs> behind bars as we speak <laughs> in Manchester. <laughs> Bottle of Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> got its own cell. It's, it's that dangerous. And a little blister pack right next to it. Well, now, now I know what the photo for the uh, episode will be. I'll put it up on Instagram. <laughs> Cheeky bottle of Bombay Sapphire behind bars. Behind bars. <laughs> and a few Xanax just sitting on the stool. Um, another woman, though, on, on a Thomas Cook plane. Fucking, once, once you Google Thomas Cook, watch your oh, day disappear, man. Is that a fucking hat trick? Yeah, it's a hat trick of... <laughs> 
Well, no, she didn't buy it actually. Well, oh. she's from the city of Love Bites. Don't worry about it, Manchester. But um, Natasha Allen was uh, she was going to inject some much needed northern culture into the Canary Islands. The English generally bite their way through Spain and the Med this time of year. And uh, Natasha, she was innocently buying a bottle of J20 juice to cut with the half a bottle of duty-free vodka she had left. She'd already necked half of it herself in the departure lounge. Um, the bottle got confiscated from her and the captain asked for her passport details so he could log the incident. So Nat's gone to the John and a crew member went through her bag to get her passport. Took too long. Uh, Tasha returned and called her a fucking thief and a fucking liar. So then she's bailed her up. She's not wrong there. I know. And pushed her against the door. Well, that's where you've lost me, Natasha. Fuck, I was on board there for a bit. Yeah. Don't go through my bag. Yeah. I'll fucking tell you. Well, you know? yeah. They should have just asked. I, I yeah. assume they asked for a passport and she said, yeah. fuck off. Also, though, like I have drank heaps on a plane. Like yeah. I've been maggot in the sky. Yeah. Never come close to we need to see your passport. So. Maybe they just thought they'd do it for her. Maybe think, she wasn't in the state to go rifling through her own possessions. Yeah. Well, I, I think you've probably never been in a state to do what she did next. Um, oh. After being told not to swear because of all the innocent children, obviously, uh, she said, <laughs> I've had my children taken off me, so I'll swear if I want. You can't fucking stop me. <laughs> not her kids. Don't worry about them. They can hear a bit of swearing. Um, then, I love that... Um, I love that too. She's finally got some money up. It's like, should I put that into a legal defence to see my children again? Go nah. to the Canaries. <laughs> Straight to the Canaries. Need a holiday. Vodka. Yeah. Well, she did. Uh, in the melee following. You don't need a holiday if you don't have kids. Permanent holiday. It's a, it is a holiday. Yeah. yeah. I, I, still, I still wonder why people without kids are ever tired <laughs> and they ever whinge about anything ever. I slap them when they do. How's life? Oh, it's a bit hard. Is it? Slap. Fuck off. Um, if you don't have kids, there's, yeah, there's no one to let down. Just walk off, just die <laughs> in the woods. Yourself. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, like your parents would be upset, but yeah. there's not, you haven't traumatized oh, anyone. Oh, you're talking about killing yourself? No, no, no. I just mean of- like it doesn't, I, I hate, I'm, I'm sure I've said it before, people with no kids that are like, I don't know what to do with my life. Mm. Think, whatever. Just try something. You can like, do there's no- anything. What you've chosen <laughs> is nothing. <laughs> For someone who can do anything, you've chosen nothing. Fuck. Um, so in the melee following, Tash, she's pulled down her jogging bottoms and exposed herself to everyone. And, yes, there were children on board. Oh, I guess you're wondering, try to protect them. Oh, the, you're really um, getting both, both ends of the spectrum on these Thomas Cook flights. Oh, yeah. The innocent children and the fucking grubs <laughs> that pump them out. Are these children innocent? I don't know. <laughs> Do many children who've been on a family holiday to the Canaries or Egypt from Manchester ever turn out to be leaders? <laughs> I'd love to know the stats on that. Are they growing up going, look, my life would have been brilliant except I saw this woman's fucking <laughs> on a plane one time and then I saw another woman bite a guy's face, therefore I've got a fucking problem. <laughs> um, so the plane was diverted to Pharaoh. Uh, in Portugal, arrested by Portuguese authorities. And when she got taken back to the UK, she pleaded guilty to being drunk on a plane, despite it being the fault of a daily cannabis habit in the end, um, coupled with the stress of a half a bottle of vodka, which her recent birthday apparently consumed in the departure lounge. So, Tash A truly is- angry person 
smokes weed every day and has half a bottle of vodka and still kicks off. Yeah. I would have had the deepest sleep. I would have been probably the, you know, when you fall asleep on a train trying to get home late at night and then you end up just back in the city. Yeah. That'd be me on a plane. Yeah. I would have ended up back in Manchester. Back in Manchester. Sorry, mate. We couldn't wake you up. (laughs) (laughs) Planes couldn't be too far off that. They're pretty much like buses anyway (laughs) over there. I just leave him on, whatever. He's lying across three seats. People standing up holding those little loop rubber things next to you looking down. Um, So... Even even though Tasha turned up to court in a white puffer jacket with a big fluffy collar, oh. <laughs> putting her best foot forward, um, she was still, despite this. Not real fur, that's and, my guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to judge based on this story. It's but a fucking foxtail. Yeah. Um, Despite all this, not a real Corella de Doing the right thing and the hair like really stuck down on the head, you know, that sort of. Oh. Like pulled back to, I'd get a headache pulling my hair back that yeah. hard. It was pulled right back with yeah. some fucking proper, I don't know what you call it, pigtails, something just stuck on the head. Those yeah, ones. it's the um, it's the the poor person plastic surgery. Yeah, I can't get the eye lift, so I'll just pull my hair back. It's the ones make that, it look like that those, I've had some injections in the in the forehead. Yeah, it's that haircut that those women that you watch fighting have. <laughs> if they don't bother to cut their hair off, they keep their long hair. They have to. Yeah, like stick it, it to the head somehow. Yeah. Um, and she got chucked in the slammer, 15 months. Oh. The harshest of all three of these and she didn't bite anyone. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, think about the children always. Never forget the children. That's why that happened. Um, anyway, I, um, I found the names of our original pair, the, uh, the star-crossed lovers. Uh, a bit of a struggle at the start, but I got there. For, at first, a bunch of articles didn't have names. They just copied each other and said, oh, a couple – Believed to be in their late twenties. Well, that, that's journalism now. I oh, know for a lot of papers, isn't it? Yeah, reword the thing you just read on another website. Fucking nice. <laughs> well, they set traps for each other, don't they? Yeah, doing that. <laughs> first thing I'd do. Um. <laughs> that's the first thing you do as a journalist. Yeah, yeah. Not just uncover and un, you know dodgy state secrets or tr- well, you do all that, <laughs> but chuck in a red herring as well. So some fucking shifty prick at another paper puts that in. You go, I didn't, I don't think so, mate. There was no biting in this story. It was just gotcha theft of uh, documents. Um, so yeah, the, the, they said oh, a couple believed to be in their late twenties. I read two or three articles that said that very late twenties in the end, indeed. Andrew Gilmore, forty three, and uh, Jacqueline Smith, age unknown, of Kirby Road, Coventry, UK which uh, I'll check the maps, happens to be outside the prestigious ring road of Coventry where things are even more grim <laughs> than on the inside of the ring road. It's, it's outside, <laughs> sorry, the, the um, Kirby Road. Nearest pub to Kirby Road, four-minute walk, the Chestnut Tree Pub. That is on the outer limits of what a pom would be doing to get to a pub walking four <laughs> minutes. It's, uh, You're in some sort of club. Yeah. Adventurers and drinkers or something. <laughs> That's orienteering. We're drinkers with a hiking problem, you know, all that yeah, sort yeah. of shit. Oh, yuck. A four-minute yeah. walk to the pub. Ramblers, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's orienteering in Coventry. Oh, yeah, fuck. I mean, if you're in the area, though, had a little gander at uh, Chestnut Tree, pop down to the Chestnut Tree. You may bump into Andrew and Jacqueline. Just listen out for the unmistakable smash glass crunching under your shoe. You probably <laughs> found them. Um I'll tell you what, though, despite its, I don't want to be unfair, its traditionally violent location, the chestnut tree is overwhelmingly popular among tourists and locals alike and the unbiased views from your favourite site, TripAdvisor, they're in. And largely excellent 
is a consensus. Oh, I, I want to go there. Of I course. Love a good English pub. Yeah, of course there is a blip, and yeah. that appears in the form of two terrible reviews, both from the February slash March 2019 era. You'd assume that staff in that epoch were unacceptably rude, but it turns out fuckwits were in abundance that spring. Um, do you want to, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of them. Amazon Gill said, came here with my partner and dad. Tried to, tried to crack a joke with bar staff and were met with silence, one star. So there's your problem, a couple of things. Work on your material. Don't yeah. crack jokes to hospitality staff unless it's fucking good. That's a nod on. Yeah, joke. of course. Well, yeah. you know that from working in bottle shops, the savings oh. more like spendings. Man, yeah. Just the shit you have to hear. That's why everyone should have to work the in worst. hospitality. Just to hear how bad everyone else is at jokes, yeah. if nothing else. <laughs> Man, one time. A lot of copy-paste fuckheads well, yeah. around. Yeah. Man, I, I, was, I was working one time on the boats in the Sydney Harbour here and the, the dude driving it, Captain, he, he, needed, he needs a break. So I'd be driving the boat because I was a deckhand. Only for a while. I wasn't landing it and shit. Big boat. And um, this bloke came up. Because usually it's pretty boring. Just stand yeah. there. Just cruising around the harbour. And um, this bloke came up, opened up the door to the wheelhouse and goes, you want to hear a joke? Oh. I went, yeah, man. And he goes, there was this Jewish kid, right? You're not Jewish, are you? I said, well, a bit late. But no, I'm not. Tell me the fucking joke. <laughs> fucking amazing. What a thing to say. Like um, Stein. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, the other, the other problem I have with that, with the, I came in with my dad and partner. Partner. By, by the way, anybody just bursting in to, to a deck to, to tell, tell someone a joke, a joke yeah. it's never going to be oh, It's a not going to be joke. a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'd put the same realm as people coming up to me after shows. Go, I've yeah. got one for you, mate. Here's one you can use. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Not, not only can't I use it, you probably can't say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be caught listening to this. That's where we are now. <laughs> my ears are going to get cancelled. <laughs> Um, yeah, I came here. What with do you me. call that? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> there were these two. No, <laughs> no. How do you get a hundred? No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the fucking start of it. I came here with my partner and dad. Mm. Partner. I mean, oh, that yeah. used to be a way for, for gay people to just, you know, <laughs> let you know. Like this is a long time ago. People go, my partner's coming. Oh, you go. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'll make sure I don't say anything fucking stupid and insensitive yeah. later on. Not anymore. Thanks to Steve, don't tell your joke. Yeah. <laughs> Probably 15 odd years ago, heterosexuals have just commandeered the word partner. It's fucked everything up. Yeah. Some bloke will say, oh, here comes my partner. You go, what? That woman over there, you're running a business with her. Is that what's happened? What are you talking about? Partner. That, that there is your de facto, mate. Leave it alone. <laughs> Let them have the word partner at least. <laughs> yeah, partner's so weird. Your Especially cost. if married, oh, partner, yeah, oh. yeah, grim, uh-huh. weird thing to do. Um, anyway, the Especially other. Especially when you got ball and chain in the pocket. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to get when I get home. <laughs> this is my ex-girlfriend. That's, you hear people saying that about no, their the, wife. The future, good. the future ex. Oh, the future ex. That's You've never heard much. that? No. Yeah, this is my That's, future ex. Should be very near future if you're saying that. <laughs> Um, the other bad review, of course, is from Lucy, Lucy Smith 91. I assume is the partner. I already don't trust her. Oh, it could be the partner. Yeah. I don't know. I came here with my partner and my father-in-law. Well, yeah, it could be. Sounds different. Different complaint. I'll tell you the quote. Little long, sorry. But uh, we came to the chestnut tree for a drink. We asked if our dog could come in 
and were told yes. The manager then came over after 30 minutes and aggressively told us to move the dog. As we were collecting our belongings, he came over again and shouted at us in front of the other guests. He was aggressive, intimidating and scary, as well as extremely rude. We explained we were told by staff dogs were allowed and he aggressively threatened to sack them. It is such a shame that this pub feel it acceptable to speak to paying customers in such an intimidating and aggressive manner. Really ruined my experience. I would not recommend anyone to visit, especially with women or children, as it has really upset me. What a fucking... Again, we don't like victim blaming here, but what type of fucking dog was it? Because I reckon... Wow. Pre that, we've got to think of the women and the children. What a card to play. That's gone, lady. It's not the Titanic. (laughs) They're fine now. Fuck off with your dogs. There's food being served. Yeah. I've got one, but I don't take it into places where there's fucking food. Yeah. Tie it up outside. Leave it there. Yeah. Fuck or leave it at home. Let it be our dog. Yeah. Sit outside. Get free pats. Yeah. Five times she said aggressive during that and it Mm. was titled aggressive or something like that. Aggressive service or something was the title of the one-star review. Anyway, I listened. Um, So get down to the chestnut tree because overwhelmingly, like over 99%, Five stars. Ripper reviews. Pretty good. Yeah, fuck, it good sounds joint. great. Mm. I love it. I love a Sunday roast. I want some pints. Yeah. An old pub. Oh, they got Sunday roast with that big chunk of bready Yorkshire pudding on yeah. the side there. Fuck yeah. Puffy bread. All, all about it. Pretty good. <laughs> You're trying to say it with a negative attitude, but a, I'm not. A negative I like tone. It. Oh, you do good. like it? Yeah. yeah. Bit of gravy. Yeah. Very good. Still of... sounds like <laughs> What? I don't know. I don't want it. I like a Sunday roast. Um, Coventry currently... Seventh most violent city in Europe. Represent. Worst in the UK a few years ago. Coventry. Sounds so nice. Mm, it does, but it's not. <laughs> it's, um, they well, appear that's to, inside the ring road, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I suppose. The, oh, I reckon outside would be even worse. <laughs> Always is. Um, they appear to have stabbings down to 33 per annum, though, so some positive signs there. there. Yep. It's only a few a month. They're all right. <laughs> <laughs> even even when they don't mean to, though, in Coventry, there's violence. Pretty much the only thing I knew about Coventry, other than what I've read very recently, is the uh, oh, you wouldn't remember the 1996 injury of Coventry player David Boost. No, when they played Man United and he broke his leg and it was fucking horrific. Like, Do you remember it because it's the only actual injury that's ever taken place on a soccer pitch? Oh, is that why? Man, this was – He probably this walked is, off. He this did is, the opposite. This is worse than any of that shit you watch in terms of a leg injury. Worse than the Chris Weidman yeah. leg snap the other day? Yep. Oh, Way nice. worse. It's fucking – I thought about it for years afterwards. It was fu- if, he <laughs> didn't have a, if he didn't have a sock on, it would have snapped off. Sort of halfway down the yeah. shin, yeah. his leg's like that and the foot is on the ground. Like it's Whoa. fucking disgusting. So YouTubing that in a minute. Yeah, you will. And I'm not going to watch it. Um, <laughs> least violence, though, is, is quantifiable. The uh, most livable city in the ranking system, that's easily fudged, <laughs> as we see from Adelaide being number 10 <laughs> at the moment. Number 10? <laughs> yeah, I looked, I looked when I was looking at this. Uh, Melbourne and Sydney are two and three, respectively. Adelaide, 10. There's a bunch of – a couple of Canadians, a couple of Swiss, maybe uh, – Most violent cities. Like a, no, no, no. Oh, livable. Oh, livable. Sorry, sorry. Maybe like a Helsinki or something. Yeah. They chuck in there just for good measure. Uh, it's all, it's fairly similar. Vienna and then fucking Adelaide, number 10. Jesus Christ. But you know, livable doesn't mean fun. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It means it's not violent. Easy to get by. Yeah. There's trams, there's fucking musicals. I yeah. get it. <laughs> good so, coffee. Um, yeah. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Lots of baristas and musicals. That's all you need to be livable. 
It makes you think, doesn't it? Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Uh, Thanks for all your support. Thanks for telling your mates. Leave reviews if you haven't left one yet. We really appreciate them. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash midflight brawl for extra eps. Heggy, what do you have coming up? Uh, I believe Sydney Comedy Festival on this very week coming. Sweet. Um, Fuck, there are a lot of spare seats. Big venue. Bit of an overstretch for this guy. Factory, no, you'll be right. Factory Theatre main room. Comedy's Icarus. I can it curtain it off though, so it'll be fine. <laughs> but even curtained off, 50 people in a 300, bit wrong. No bueno. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> At Heggy Luke on Instagram, lukeheggy.com uh, for those dates. I'm, I think I'm doing nothing now. Yeah, you'll finish festival. Just waiting until a fucking baby pops out. Living the dream. Is it? Yeah. Counting down? Yeah. I swear, from what I remember last time, it's so much better once the baby's out and about. Oh, yeah. So much better. Yeah, good fun. They just sleep. They sleep heaps. Little milk milk to shit converters sleep 18, 19 (laughs) hours a day. Yeah, first one, he still sleeps like a cunt. Yeah, well, he's not going to like having a new one around. I don't know. I've been trying to tell him good things. King of the world. How cool it is. Not so much As a baby, you can teach Lego and how to walk and sing. Yeah, right, eh? Well, (laughs) stick with that. Good luck. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.